right, hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Emmett Fox Friday. I am Jason Napolitano, and on the line, Mr. Chris Sheridan. How are you, Chris? Doing great. It's another Friday, another Fox Friday. Fox Friday. Foxy Friday is where we're at. So keep it foxy out there. All right, so today we are talking about treat the treatment. We, of course, are working from find and use your inner power as we do each week here. Uh, Friday, we do our Emmett Fox show. Uh, Sunday, we do a longer show, so tune in for those as well. Uh, we're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye if you'd like to make a donation. Uh, Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky, and mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. Uh, so today, we'll just jump right in. We're going we're gonna to read this, um, and then we're going to discuss it. Today's lesson is a very important and sometimes uh, misunderstood a concept in new thought. So I think you're going to get a lot out of this one. So stick with us, please, uh, as we as we do this show and uh, and work through the material and really try to get to the to get to the bottom of it. Because it's it's I mean if you'll get it, you'll understand what we're talking about. But there's a really profound kind of uh, difference between these two ideas between the treatment and treating the treatment that we'll get into. So I'm going to start and then Chris is going to going to finish up the reading and then we'll discuss. All right, treat the treatment. Spiritual treatment is really knowing the truth about a given condition. There appears to be something wrong. Someone is sick or there is inharmony or perhaps lack. But instead of accepting this, you remind yourself of the truth. This reminding oneself of the truth is a very powerful treatment. Because in this way, we do not try to wrestle with the evil, but we know that it is not there. The truth about life is that all is perfect, utter, unchanging harmony, because God is the only presence and the only power. As a student of metaphysics, you know this, and often merely reminding yourself of it brings a quick and beautiful demonstration. Of course, there are, however, so-called chronic cases in which the student, despite all he can do, seems to make no progress. I have known some obstinate and long-standing difficulties to be overcome by the following method. Give one final and definite treatment for the difficulty in question by reminding yourself of the spiritual truth concerning it. And then do not treat about the problem again, but treat the treatment whenever you feel inclined to. Do this by claiming that the current treatment was a divine activity and must be successful. Claim that God worked through you when you gave the treatment and that God's work must succeed. Insist that your treatment, being a divine activity, cannot be hindered by any seeming difficulties or material conditions. Give thanks for its perfect success and mean what you say. This is treating the treatment, and you may do this as often as you like. It has none of the disadvantages that are apt to arise when treating the problem itself too often. And that's it. Yeah, it has none of the disadvantages that are apt to arise from treating the problem itself too often. All right, so let's look at that idea. And then let's look at the idea of the treatment and then treating the treatment after that. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to kind of start? Well, I think just to make a distinction, and this is really a one of a central uh, one of the central concepts of spiritual uh, healing, uh, especially uh, with new thought or uh, you know divine science, divine mind, mind science, 
um, type of thinking, um, and is that you give a treatment, just like a doctor would, uh, if you have a problem, you have a treatment. Um, and to find out the treatment, yes, you have to analyze the problem, you have to be honest with what it is, um, and then you go to the treatment. So say like if you have trouble sleeping, um, well, you think, well, one treatment might be to meditate or listen to a tape or maybe a white noise generator or something at night or some boring show that'll put me to sleep. Um, and then that'll help me get to sleep and then I might be able to sleep better and I won't be so stressed. Um, that's the treatment. Uh, so what he's saying is actually go back to the medicine cabinet and take the dose, take this treatment, listen to the meditation tape, try to count backwards from 100 when you go to bed, whatever that treatment is, focus on that and where you're going with getting a good night's sleep, not going back to the problem. You know, so you do treat the problem one time, the first time, <laughs> and then you go back to the treatment. I think just in essence, I think that's what he's getting at there with treating the problem um, being really a hindrance because you're, you're really not making progress. Licking your wound is sort of another uh, way of uh, thinking of that. Literally, if you lick a wound, you'll keep it moist, it won't dry out, it won't cauterize or clot or whatever it needs to do, and it'll continue to, to be a sore. Uh, if it's a psychological or mental thing, uh, if you go back to the injustice or what happened or you know how poorly you were treated as a child by your third grade teacher or you know something like that, if you go, you're just digging up that old wound again. Yes, that happened, and yes, you have to look at it, but once you come up with the treatment for that, oh, I'm an adult now, uh, my, I'm gonna heal that child within, and whatever my third grade teacher said really has no power over me. Okay, if that's the treatment, go to that. Don't go back to third grade, or you're not gonna make progress. Great point, yeah, so don't reopen the wound. I think also he's, he's getting at, in addition to that, well, there's a corollary to that, really, not an addition, because it's it's along the same lines. Uh, the dis disadvantages that are apt to arise from treating the problem itself too often is exactly what you were talking about. That's what he means here. It's like going back and reminding yourself of the difficulty is is you know has a creative effect. In other words, the more times you remind yourself of the problem itself, the more power you're giving to the problem, in essence. I think he's getting at that. Mm -hmm. And so instead of focusing on, on the problem, you know, he's talking about treating the treatment. One way of looking at it is what you were talking about, where you go back to the treatment and you, you know, kind of re-emphasize uh, re it and uh, and you know you and and then I think also um, manifesting in your own mind and, and creating in your own imagination the, the healed state, you know the goal reached, the health achieved, things like that. Not focusing on the problem, but focusing on the result, the effect. In other words, right? Um, so treating treating it that way. Uh, then there's another aspect to this that that's interesting that you have to look at. And he kind of hints at this at the beginning of it. So he's talking about, I'll just reread this. The truth about life is that all is perfect, utter, unchanging harmony, because God is the only presence and the only power. As a student of metaphysics, you know this. 
and often merely reminding yourself of it brings a quick and beautiful demonstration. Again, demonstration, of course, is the is the outlook or the outcome that you're that you're uh, that you're working towards. Um, so, in a sense, what he's saying is sometimes you've got to treat the belief. You've got to treat treat the the sort of meta structure of your belief and and make sure that you're in in tune with the infinite, as Trine would say. You know that you're in uh, that you're in harmony with this God force. In other words, like there's no conflict within yourself uh, to do the actual treating of this specific thing. So I almost feel like he's like, okay, treat the meta model also. Treat the tr the treatment, the belief, the faith behind it um, to make sure that you know you're in alignment with this. So you're reminding yourself. You're reminding yourself that the one presence and the one power are always at work and always in control and that you're reminding yourself that, you know, that your thought is creative and is powerful and is connected to this divine source. And you're reminding yourself that it precedes the effect, which is that illness or that healing that you're, that you're seeking or you're seeking the healing. You're trying to overcome the, uh, the illness, let's say, right? So that prior to this, in essence, is the, is the sort of meta belief that that is even possible. The faith to uh, allow that specific to unfold um, in terms of the, the general. So that you were, you know, I almost feel like treating the treatment is treating the general belief, like the belief that, that it is possible to get a healing. It is, it is, you know, quite normal that my thoughts are creative and create good things and create health and create positivity and create, you know, a, a great night of sleep, for example, if you're treating for insomnia, something like that. Do you, uh, you see that too? Yeah, I see that. And it's, you know, sometimes that needs to happen when you don't see results or at least immediate results. Mm -hmm. You could go to the gym and have a, you know, a nutrition program so you're working on your diet and exercise and getting some sleep. Uh, but maybe in a couple of few weeks, you're not really seeing any weight loss or muscle gain, whatever you're trying to accomplish. Um, you feel more tired than you did before you started this workout, exercise, nutrition plan. Um, doesn't mean it's not working. You still have to believe that diet and exercise and sleep and, um, and, and those types of, of things will actually work. Because if you question the system, any particular treatment won't have as much power behind it. You yeah. Know, kind of look at the, uh, the process itself as working uh, or with, uh, say, financial matters. Um, what if you, you know, want to dig yourself out of a hole and you start, you know, looking at ways to repair your credit and, you know, you do what generally is, you know, on good advice. Uh, is the right thing to do, but you don't see your number go up. Uh, maybe it just hasn't happened yet. So you still have to have belief in the process that well, it might take a while. It may take a while to change a habit. It might take a while to get a good night's rest when you've you know suffered with insomnia for, for a long time. Uh, but it doesn't mean that the process isn't working. And to remind yourself that this is a viable process. And I would say specifically with mind science and with Emmett Fox or unity or uh, science of mind, uh, it kind of presumes that's an underlying concept is that our thoughts and emotions can have a very real profound effect 
on our bodies uh, and our external world, including relationships and finances. Um, and if we're not careful, <laughs> they'll be left to their own devices. And if we are careful and conscious about directing our thoughts and feelings, um, that we can achieve positive results. It's kind of one of the underlying premises, uh, but it's good to be reminded. Yeah. Fundamental or a founding principle or your mission statement. If you have a business or, you know, a personal mission statement, go back and reread your mission statement. That's a great point. It's like, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the quarterly profits might be down and, you know, we need to take some action, but it needs to be in alignment with that, that mission. And we need to make sure like we're not just doing short-term things or focusing on problems, but we're looking at the big picture of, of belief and, and, and foundational understanding and mission and purpose. And it's like, that's, that's treating the treatment. That's going back to the, the source of, of, of why these problems might be unfolding, because maybe there's some disharmony between our, our conscious mind and some of the things that we've, you know, unconsciously sort of, you know, that have accreted in the unconscious mind, let's say certain beliefs that might be there that we don't even realize are running in the background. And so treating the treatment, then you go back to kind of the source where you're sort of reprogramming the, the, the meta program, as it were, to make sure that, um, you know, that the little individual things that you're trying to treat and fix um, you know, are going to have that power. They're going to have that connection to the divine source so that they can happen that way. They can change and they can unfold. And again, so like he's saying, you don't get caught up in, in worrying about the specific of that particular problem and focusing on that and then trying to treat that over and over again. You know, you go back to the, to the source um, and he's, you know, he's like, again, I'll read this, reread this, you, you read this, but I have known some obstinate and longstanding difficulties to be overcome by the following method. Give one final indefinite treatment for the difficulty in question by reminding yourself of the spiritual truth concerning it. And then do not treat about the problem again, but treat the treatment whenever you feel inclined to do, or whenever you feel inclined to treat the treatment. So you know, going back and reminding yourself that, you know, God in me is my health, for example, or, you know, God in is, you know, is, is the, the truth, uh, the truth in life. Um, you know, that God is the only presence and the only power, something like that. So you're reminding yourself of this divine source of which you are a part and, and which is the, the, the cause, you know, whereas, you know, this material existence is an, is an effect. So you're going back and reminding yourself of the power of cause and connecting yourself to that again, instead of focusing on specific issues. And, you know, and I think why he's reminding us not to keep treating the treatment or keep thinking about the problem is, again, that's part of the problem. You, keep, you continue to focus on that issue. And then, you know, you're reminding yourself, you're reminding the unconscious, the subconscious mind of that problem, and then sort of continuing its existence instead of treating it, moving past it, and then creating a new reality. So it's like, okay, I'm, I, let's say, for example, um, like you said, uh, maybe you're trying to lose weight. So you keep focusing on weight, you keep focusing on specific pounds you keep focusing on on you know the fact that this or that isn't happening at the moment instead of going back and saying you know i you know 
I, I, I have faith in, you know, in God and I have faith in the universal mind and faith in myself that these, that a new, you know, a new image of my, you know, of myself is unfolding and, you know, a new, a new uh, body is, is, you know, metamorphosing from, you know, from within this, this current state. I mean, whatever it is, you know, you don't focus on, on the the problem you focus on the end result or, or or even more than that going to straight to the visualization and clarity of the goal itself you know i'm i'm healthy i'm 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 you know i'm slender i'm i'm feeling great and you know energetic and and then you know not again not focusing on the problem or the the symptoms you know, if, if it's, if it's, you know, for example, sleep, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm overcoming my sleep difficulties. It's I, I, you know, I have a beautiful sleep each and every night and, you know, I'm secure and in, in the infinite love that surrounds me or something. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of, you bypass the problem and go right to the solution and, and treat, treat the treatment and, and, you know, reinforce the belief and the faith at the same time. Right. You brought up a very important point and I think this may actually be key uh, and I'm glad you did. Uh, it's actually in the words that you use and the way you speak about your condition and the improved condition that you're moving towards. And instead of saying, I don't want to be broke, I don't want to be lonely, I don't want to be sick. Instead, you say, I am moving towards or I see myself as healthy. I feel confident in attracting a meaningful relationship um you know i i see uh i feel the security and stability uh, that comes with earning a decent paycheck and having more than enough to meet my needs financially uh, you could look at i just i don't want to be broke i wish i weren't so broke uh you're still saying broke 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 even it's a double negative Absolutely. Exactly. That's not to be taken lightly. As a matter of fact, that's probably, you know, if, you, if I'm going to take one thing away from this, it's probably to reinforce that. It's just the way you speak about your condition. Now, all the evidence, and this is true, the evidence may point to you being sick uh, or broke or lonely. Um, and there may be a lot of, you know, sensory input that would, um, you know, confirm that. But you, especially when you're feeling those things, especially when you're feeling tired and run down, you have to focus on energy and stamina or whatever you're going with that. Yeah. Or, you know, getting another disconnect notice in the mail and bill collectors are calling, I, I just want to be out of debt. I wish I weren't in debt. Uh, you're just, you're still using that language of debt, you know, so see a positive bank account or the security or paying your bill on time, paying the first bill the day it comes in, um, instead of looking at that disconnect notice, third and final notice to pay your bill, um, see yourself getting a fresh bill in the mail and you pay it that day. Good point, yeah. 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 Go towards the positive. Don't go against a negative. You're in some odd way. You are actually reinforcing the negative. And there's a funny story that goes with this. Say you're, this is an old joke, but uh, if you're at a party and you have, you know, red wine 
in your glass and there's white carpeting and a white couch and somebody goes, oh, here, come sit down on the couch right here. You're like, oh my God, don't spill the red wine on the white carpeting. Don't spill the red wine on the white carpeting. You, you're focused, it's like, don't think of a green elephant. You know, you, it's hard to get something out of your mind, even though you're trying not to think about something, you have to conjure that thing to not think about it. So in your mind, you know, you're tripping and falling and there's wine going everywhere. And no matter how careful you are, chances are you're going to slip up. So think about the positive outcome. Don't think about going against a negative thing because you're still conjuring that image and that feeling. Yeah, exactly. I was kind of thinking about that. And it's like, instead of, you know, it's, it's turning it around instead of like, like you said, don't, you know, don't spill the red wine. It's more like, I, you know, I'm capable and confident and coordinated to, you know, to, to, to sit down confidently and comfortably or something, you know, you, you just, you take your mind off of the, the, the outcome you don't want and just put it on the outcome that you do want. And, and you, you, you know, you remove the don'ts and the, the, the fearful elements and the, the problem itself and just go straight to the solution. And that creates a different, a different sense of, uh, of something. And so you're, like you said, you're moving towards something, not away. You're not moving away from disaster. You move, you're moving towards a successful sitting down without spilling wine instead of moving away from, you know, you falling down and making a total ass out of yourself and ruining a $5,000 white couch. You know what I mean? So it's, you know, and, and, and the thing is, it's like when you focus on those, those negative outcomes, you know, it creates a visceral response in you that is, is very likely to, you know, to create the very thing that you don't want to have happen. So you've got to connect to a confident part of yourself, connect to a, you know, a, a competent and, and well-able part of yourself to, to accomplish that thing that you want to accomplish with, without focusing on them. The, the negative side of it, the negative side of it. So um, anything else you want to add? I think, uh, I think we've covered this fairly well, but maybe we missed something. What, do, you, do you think of anything else that we need to? Well, just to reinforce, I mean, you can't pretend like you don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. Just like you can't pretend that it's precarious. <laughs> Drinking red wine, I don't, I don't drink, but it's just, it's an example that, that's, that's been uh, in the public. Uh, for a while with that, um, you know, you just have to reinforce that um, the way out, but it doesn't mean you're sticking your head in the sand or pretending like uh, your debts um, or your health condition, uh, you're feeling lonely right now. Uh, don't pretend that that's not real. It is. It is real. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't be looking for a treatment for it. Uh, if if these things weren't real problems. So it's not to negate them or pretend like they don't exist. Um, they are there. They do exist. Uh, they're very real. But again, you focus on the problem the first time, and then you discover the treatment for the problem. And then don't think of the problem again. And if you do, go, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, another bill came. Oh, I'm in debt, and I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I have financial insecurity. Oh, that should lead you right back to the treatment. <laughs> like, you know, if you do find yourself going there, go there for an instant, and go. Oh, that's right. This is where double click on it, and this is where it goes to the treatment. 
don't stay in the problem. Don't keep going back to the problem. It may be there. It may rear its head for you. You may cough and wheeze if you're not feeling well. Uh, you may get more bills. Again, if you have financial things, you may feel lonely if you're uh, not in a relationship and you long for one. Um, you actually, in a way, you don't need to be reminded of the problem. <laughs> if anything, you're probably too aware of the problem. The problem should be a trigger to get you to the solution, to get you to the treatment. Then treat the treatment. And I thing I guess I want to end on is, um, he says, um, geez, where is it? Oh, give thanks for its perfect success, talking about the treatment, and mean what you say. So there's this you know, being grateful for this outcome, being grateful for this treatment that is treating this thing, that is getting me to this place, getting me to this heart space, getting me to this financial condition. Um, that's positive and desirable and, and good, uh, something that's you know, even divinely inspired. Um, give thanks for that. Because when you, usually you say thanks or thank you when you receive something. Somebody does a nice gesture, uh, gives you something, um, compliments you, uh, whatever. It's usually after you receive that thing that you say, oh, well, thank you. And that's the trick with this, with by gratitude and even feeling thankful for this thing you haven't seen yet. This healing state you're really not feeling right now, uh, but you have to put your focus and your energy on this treatment and then be thankful. Because what that does, if nothing else, it tricks your whole being, well, geez, if, if I'm thanking for this, I must already have it. <laughs> so yeah. it, Again, it makes it more real. It's a transaction, uh, and you're you're putting, uh, you know, you're putting all your efforts and your focus on where it's going because that will lead you there. That will help pull you there. And if you can feel what it would be like to be in this treated state, that to demonstrate that, to use the language, uh, and then to be thankful for it. Well, geez, I'm thankful for being uh, healthy right now. I was sick last month, uh, or I'm thankful for you know, being able to pay my bills on time. Um, that's taking the visualization to another level is having yeah. attitude as if you've already received it. And that is a spiritual truth. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I think, uh, so the giving thanks then is, is an anticipation of the, of the, the demonstration. Um, you know, I, I, it's not as if you're, you know, I think maybe you're not, you don't, you're not trying to fool yourself into it. You're, you're creating a system of, in a way of, of anticipating that unfolding, right? So you're setting up different conditions in the mind. Well, there's an expectancy. An expectancy, right? Treat the treatment. Yeah. What's behind the treatment and where I'm going is a good place to go. Um, yeah. You're, you're vibrating in that frequency to, to use another uh, set of terms. Uh, and you're you're and you're expecting it. You're anticipating that you are going to get this. Um, yeah. Or something online. You don't. You know, oh, is it going to come? I don't know. You know, nine nine times out of a hundred, it's going to show up on your porch, and uh, you know, and there you go. Uh, but you don't really doubt it because you all oh, you ordered it and you can rely on that. You have to have that same reliance um, that you've ordered something up and you will receive it and you'll be thankful. Um, but be in in the attitude and the feeling of thankfulness absolutely 
before it comes because you, you believe it will come. It reinforces your faith and your belief in the process, and that can only make things better. Absolutely. Great point. All right. So if you have trouble with a certain treatment, uh, you're, you're, seeing, you're not seeing the results that you want, just to kind of wrap this up. Don't focus on the problem. Treat the treatment. So go back to the treatment that you use, the affirmation or the work that you've done or the visualization or whatever. Reinforce that and remind yourself that it is unfolding as it should and that there's a divine source behind you that, uh, and within you that's, that's allowing this to unfold and refocus, refocus on that. And then if you need to also you know, work, on, work on your faith in, in, that, in that happening. You know, reminding yourself, like he says, uh, reminding yourself of it uh, brings a quick and beautiful demonstration, uh, knowing the fact that God is the only presence and the only power. So going back to the source, tapping into that source, and of course, reminding yourself and, and building that faith uh, in order for that, that, that uh, particular thing to unfold. So remember that. There's a couple of, uh, of great ideas in this that I think can, can help you out in your affirmations and treatments and visualizations and the work that you're doing to, uh, to, to create a new life for yourself. So hopefully that helps you out. Uh, thank you, Chris, for your, for your input on that. Great stuff. Yeah, great topic. Yeah, for sure. Treat the treatment. So check this out. Oh, this is, again, in Find and Use Your Inner Power. And if you have that book, it's on page 130. Um, Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here. We'll be back on Sunday. Uh, we're here every Friday with our Fox Friday show and, of course, our longer show on Sunday. So those are there. And, of course, uh, you can go back and listen to a lot of our other Emmett Fox shows if, if, if this is your first time hearing it. Uh, those are the Emmett Fox Friday shows, and you'll see the list in there if you go to anchor.fm slash cosmic eye, uh, or you'll see them in the iTunes list or wherever you're listening to, uh, to our podcast. So thank you again for joining us. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation, we're at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. Uh, Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky. Mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate, and those are available on Amazon. Uh, thanks again. We'll speak to you in a couple of days. Goodbye, and God bless. <laughs>